Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Quest for New Inspiration. My name is KT Mashler, and this week I got to sit down with James Shields. He specializes in holistic retreats and Ibiza. I hope he inspires you as much as he's inspired me. Thank you. Well, um, thank you very much, Katie, for having me on your podcast today. I'm really uh, excited to be here. Um, my name is Jay Shields, and I would call myself a transformational healer. Essentially, my sort of my mission is to help all kinds of people. I guess you could say I'm more of a problem solver. I um, have been on this path for the last five years, and I use things like angelic Reiki, shamanic practices. I do a lot of tarot reading, I work with pendulums. Uh, but more in more real world things, <laughs> I use a lot of things like um, NLP, which is neuro linguistic programming. Um, I use a lot of sound healing, play a lot of instruments. Uh, my wife and I do sound baths, but I also do a lot of like life coaching and just trying to help people with our retreats here in Ibiza. In the last couple of years, my wife and I decided to take our holistic business over to the island of Ibiza because it's a very spiritual, beautiful place. Um, I didn't know that before we came here. I thought it was just a place to go for a good party, but it turns <laughs> out that it's actually very spiritual as well, which is kind of, which is very cool. Um, and it seems a bit of a mecca for people to come for retreats, for yoga. Basically, my sort of mission is to you know help people to hack their lives to become better versions of themselves. You know, I've I've managed to do it for myself, and I really hope um, that going forward, I'm going to be able to do it for a lot of other people. You know, I used to be. A very negative person. I used to be very self-absorbed, very arrogant, very angry at the world. But through the lessons that I've learned and the events that have happened to me and through meeting my amazing wife, um, I've learned to become more than I ever realized I could be. So that's really brought me right down this path. I never quite understood people who were doing like the whole self-help thing. Once upon a time, you know, when it's always been there. It's always been, you know, personal growth, they used to call it, and all sorts, you know. And I never really understood it until about five, six years ago, um, I started working for a company, and their ethos was the Kaizen way. And are you familiar with Kaizen? I'm not. It's a, it's a Japanese term, which basically just means continual improvement. And it was adopted by Toyota, who, until Tesla turned up, were the biggest car manufacturer in the world. And they had this continuous improvement, everything that they did. So when you think about it in terms of a car factory, it was simple things like, you know, if building an engine takes like an hour every day and they can just change one of the processes by maybe putting, you know, a box of nuts like five centimeters closer to the guy building it shaves five minutes off the building time then out the hundreds of motors that they build they save hundreds of hours and blah 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 and that is in sense like sort of that's why kaizen was built for the toyota but then that sort of permeated into the business world that's permeated into like the the self-help mindset that i developed from being in that company and it helped me to start looking at every little process that i did and all the things that i do and understanding how you can just make small changes to have huge compound improvements over time interesting there's a fantastic book called atomic habits that i highly recommend you read because it's it's exactly the same principle of that one percent incremental improvements in all aspects of your life will have a compound impact to make it just generally better wow so before yeah it's it's quite amazing like loads of different things i mean there's a fantastic 
story in the book about how the British cycling team hadn't won a medal in years, like nothing. They've been just not even on the radar of winning anything. And they got, and they got a new coach in and his ethos was 1% improvement in everything, even down to like the cotton they used to make their underpants, you know, and the way that they went to sleep, the, the food that they ate, this, everything. It was 1% improvement in everything. And the next time they went to the Olympics, they cleaned up. They took out, they took home loads of medals. They started winning the Tour de France. They were, it was amazing. So, um, it really does have real world impact that just these 1%, but it's all about building the habits. When we, as people try and change, we always try and do like the, a big, huge change. Like, oh, it's new year, new me. I'm going to stop drinking for the whole of January and I'm going to lose weight and I'm going to go to the gym. But by week three, everybody stopped going to the gym. People are drinking again. You know, we just can't build huge life changes overnight. It just doesn't happen. But small incremental change can happen. It's as simple as just, you know, if you have three sugars in your coffee, have two next time. And then in a couple of months, try and get down to one and then maybe none. That's exactly what I did with tea. I used to have two or three. I, I was going, I got really bad once. I was having like four, four sugars in my tea when I was really like uh, uh, young and foolish. <laughs> um, and eventually I just got back to, I got to nothing. I, I don't have any sugar in my tea, my coffee, nothing. I just over time got used to taking it out and, not ha and having less. And for me, like before, all of this, before I went on my journey, before I started to believe in myself, I, before I met my wife, I was in, in real rock bottom. You know, I'd been through a really bad breakup with a you know, fiance at the time. One of my best friends was re was killed in a work-related accident. And you know, I was, I was good at my job, but I was in a position where because I was good at what I did, they put me onto a, a cause I'm, I'm a marketeer. They put me onto a marketing channel, which was dying, which was mailing. Like nobody really opens mailers anymore. There's not really any future for it. So although I was good at it and I was making it better, it was, there was no future. And I basically felt like I was at complete zero, like rock bottom. I can remember, you know, many times thinking that there was just no way I was going to improve my life. And I actually considered taking my own life quite a lot in those days. And then I met my wife. And. And she opened my eyes to so much more. You know, she helped me to find a new job. She helped me to heal my inner child. You know, when I was a kid, I'd had some abuse from a, a, a boy at school. And I, she helped me to heal that. She helped me to go to counseling to overcome that. She helped me to see the power within and to learn to really love myself. Um, she really supported me through my darkest days. And that was really, I, I can't, express enough how much she did for me one day i just you know just started to believe it sounds really silly there's like you know I, I read a lot of books where people have this epiphany moment or this shining light that comes down but for me it was just i don't know one day i just started to believe that i had a purpose and i started to listen when she talked about reiki like my wife is a reiki master she's been doing reiki for almost 20 years um she's super into God and Jesus and religion. Well, not religion, but more into God himself. And I, as a kid, I was a proper atheist. I was completely against any religion. But over time, I became what I call agnostic, well, what is called agnostic, because I was of the opinion that 
you can believe that there's more to this world. I believe that there is a lot more to this world, but I didn't know. I didn't think religion really had it picked. There's too many different religions with too many different nuances that are all basically the same. It's just a different name for the same thing. And this is the problem. And that's for me, that's why I was always of the opinion that maybe, you know, there is something out there, but all of these old books, they don't really, they don't really do it for me, which is why I became eventually spiritual from following my wife's teachings because spirituality is more inner work. It's all about inside and being, being true to yourself. So, um, it really was something that I started to listen to her and I started to read what she was, books that she was suggesting. And um, I ended up getting attuned to Reiki and that really changed my whole life. I really can't express enough how good Reiki is as, a, as an energy healing. Because when I first met her, I was, I was like, yeah, okay, give me some Reiki. Yeah, I'll have some energy. Yeah, go, go. <laughs> but I, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I'll be honest, I didn't feel anything. I didn't notice anything. I, I have clients who like see these great visions and they feel moving, energy, all these wonderful things. But I never did when I was being healed. And I, persisted with it i was like yeah okay okay i'm not feeling anything but i'll go with it maybe it's not perceptible so maybe the a whole thing with reiki is it goes where it needs to go you know you might have a headache but actually you've got some other pain or something inside you that's worse and the energy goes there to fix that and you're like well why isn't my headache gone well it's because it went somewhere else where it was needed so eventually I got uh, attuned to Reiki and that really changed everything. Like I, I could actually feel, physically feel the energy in my arms and it's coming out and see colors. And it really opened my whole world to all the possibilities of crazy stuff. What? So she really helped me. Yeah, she really helped me to sort of take control. And, and at the time, I didn't really laugh at anything or I might do like a fake laugh at a lot of stuff but never actually a real true laugh and she used to say you need to find your laugh and with her help i found it that's perfect are you looking for the perfect holiday swag while also supporting small businesses and mental health awareness Check out this week's sponsor, Ferris Built. I am a proud partner of Ferris Built as 25% of net proceeds go to mental health advocacy programs. I just ordered the most adorable Griswold sweatshirt in their university style, as well as they have many other sweatshirts, including a holiday classic sweatshirt supporting all of your favorite holiday movie characters. Don't forget to use the code NEWINSPIRATION at checkout for 15% off. Okay, so outside, obviously, I love, love, love that reflection on your wife. That is seriously beautiful. Um, who is kind of like a big inspiration in your life? Or where do you go to when you're kind of lacking inspiration? Okay, so um, I'm a bit of a cheat when it comes to inspiration. I've, I've already mentioned my wife, but she is, she is where I find most of my inspiration. She is hugely inspiring. I know it's a bit of a cliche. Um, but she, she really is my best friend and amazing woman. Like she's given me more than she'll ever know. And she's constantly giving, not just to me, but to everybody. And I truly believe that she'll become one of the great superheroes of tomorrow. She's like <laughs> going to be giving so much back to the world in the years to come. Uh, she's fantastic. When it comes to really, if I feel uninspired, actually, when I come, when I say I cheat, I use uh, NLP techniques. Um, do you know much about NLP or neuro-linguistic programming? I have heard a few things, but go ahead. Okay. Well, think of it like 
there's a famous psychology experiment called Pavlov's dogs. And in this experiment, the psychologist, he, every time he fed his dogs, he'd ring a little bell and it would make the dogs salivate. So eventually by just ringing the bell, the dogs would know they were going to be fed and they would salivate. So neuro-linguistic programming, and that's called, that's called conditioning, classical conditioning. And neuro-linguistic programming uses classical conditioning techniques to allow you to sort of hack your mind to achieve anything. So if you imagine you can ring a bell to make a dog like salivate, you could ring a bell to make yourself happy. You could ring a bell to make yourself laugh. You could ring a bell to make yourself depressed. You can ring a, ring a bell to give yourself inspiration, motivation. All you have to do is what's called anchor that feeling to that stimulus or trigger. So you usually with NLP, you use several things. So you use like a color, you use a special word or a sound, and you use like a gesture because then all those three things together help really anchor it in. So, I mean, I bet there's times when you'll hear a song and it'll remind you of like some instance when you were a kid or something that happened to you or some way you were. Maybe even a smell might do the same. Our senses have these triggers that, that really take us back to places. So what I do is if I want to be really, truly inspired, I, th I think of a time when I was truly inspired and I anchor that to a gesture. So I'll have like a pinch maybe between my thumb and my index finger and I'll say, you know, white rabbit or something that like, that is a completely random word, a color and a gesture. And it links back to that anchor of pure inspiration. And I do that a lot. And that's really helped me through not just feeling inspired, but feeling motivated. I mean, this is the one thing I hear a lot at the moment is how do you beat procrastination? How do you beat like demotivation? And you can literally anchor a feeling of real strong motivation and just do that when you feel unmotivated and even just changing your posture. So standing, sitting up straight, putting your shoulders back, having that power stance, all of these things come together and it's all NLP. It's all your, your neural, your brain chemistry helping to give you that boost that inspiration that power that motivation really gets you through perfect i love that what are some other tools that you use you mentioned reiki um to live like intentionally and just like tools and resources that kind of keep you mindful yeah i mean there's there are so many i'm such a cheat <laughs> i at the end of the day it's all about life hacking but yoga is a huge one i try and do yoga every morning and after yoga i do like a 10 15 minute meditation and that if i don't do that my day is off i find it is such a way to ground and start your day and have focus and each yoga session as well you set that intention for today i want to be doing this this is what i need to achieve and even another way to take that to another level is I have a daily planner. I have like a daily book. And in that planner, it asks you a few simple questions like, what do you want to achieve today? What are your top three goals? Who do you need to inspire today? Who do you need to be there for today? If something's going to trip you up today, what could it be? And how would you fix it? It's a great book by a guy called Brendan Bashard. I don't know if you're aware of Brendan. He's got a fantastic book um, called The High Performance Habits. And he's got a, a high performance daily planner, which I absolutely swear by and highly recommend you go and get one. It's, it's fantastic. It's just a, a series of prompted questions and it really helps set the day up. So if you do that and then go and do your yoga and focus on what you know needs to be your intention for the day, it's like super, it's like super 
powerful in terms of really setting your mindset and getting your neural chemistry all aligned. Uh, it really works. Oh my gosh, I am totally going to go check that out right after this. That is totally <laughs> up my alley. Do you have any like kind of go-to mantras that you like kind of repeat on like a day-to-day basis? You could share? Actually, I, I actually do. I've actually put it on my phone. <laughs> I created this um, a while back. And I got it as like the the the, the screensaver on my phone. Oh yeah, it's disappeared. <laughs> but essentially, I um I've always struggled with my ego. I've always it's always been one of those things like you know the slightest criticism and I get like super fly angry and my self confidence goes. So one of these mantras that I created for myself uh, was I am calm, I am cool, nothing phases me, I can do anything, I am amazing. I am success. It's a really nice little statement. And people always go, yes, but isn't it I am successful? Or, uh, you know, but I I just like the I am success because I want to embody success in everything that I do, not just being successful in something. I want to be the embodiment of success. So that's my little mantra. I have it as a screensaver on my phone. I try and say it to myself at least once or twice a day just to try and keep to that and it's great for med- meditating with as well you absolutely glowed when you said that that was so cool <laughs> okay so um any last piece of advice that you have for somebody who say was in this position you were a couple years ago or just in that like negative mindset that kind of needs help kind of pull yeah. down that or you know in that situation yeah definitely i think one of the biggest lessons i've learned in life is that your pain is your goal it, your pain is your gift the lessons and the the trials and tribulations that you go through now although you may not feel that they are helping you <laughs> because you know you're in a dark place and things are pretty dark but they will eventually become your strength so what you have to learn to do is you have to learn to draw from within to accomplish your goals Because there are so many external factors in life that mold you as you grow, and many of them have a real detrimental impact on your development and your general happiness, you know. But the focus I found is that if you truly look within to understand what you want to be, who you want to be, and, you know, what they call your why, understand what that is. And then if you build your ethics, your morals, your opinions, and everything around to support that why, drawing all your happiness from it and upholding that moral criteria, it means that if you always stay true to who you are and your moral criteria in every situation and you pull all your happiness from only that source, then nothing external will ever help, uh, will ever be able to depress you. It will never be able to beat you. It will never be able to affect you. And essentially, you will be unstoppable. It's not, it's not easy. You know. It sounds a very simple statement to make. Oh, yeah, you know. Because, you know, we drive, we derive a lot of happiness from our friends, our relationships, our, you know, our things. We, we have to fill our lives with all these things. But, and, oh, you know, if your house was to burn down tomorrow, you'd be devastated. But if you only get your happiness from being the person you really are and all of that stuff, if it were to go tomorrow, you, yes, of course you'd miss it and you'd be sad, but you wouldn't lose your happiness because your happiness is drawn from your internal self. And I'm constantly striving to try and embody that thinking. Of course, it's very hard because I draw a lot of happiness from my wife, my dogs, my house, my life, all these things. 
<laughs> but I always try to stay true to who I am and to my ethics. And, and that really in itself is where you can drive a lot of power. I love that so much. I will definitely, I definitely need to take a little bit of the happiness my animals get to be. Draw that into <laughs> itself. Um, but where can people find you, contact you, or if someone wanted to come visit you out in Ibiza? How would they contact you or find you? Yeah, yeah. You've got a couple of different ways. You can find us on our website, which is um, holisticserenity.co.uk or .org. Um, you can find us on social media. We've got a uh, Facebook page or Instagram. Uh, the best one is probably holistic underscore serenity underscore limited, which is my wife's profile, but that's our main holistic serenity profile. Yeah, come come find us. Come say hello. Come follow us and uh, ask me anything you like. I'm always open to helping as many people as possible. Perfect. Thank you so much for taking the time today. That was amazing. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you. I was really excited as well. That's cool. That's really, really enjoyable today, Katie. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Love what you're doing and love your podcast. Thank you. That means so much. And that is it for this week's episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. It truly does mean the world to me. If you guys want to show your support, make sure you're following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And now you can show your support by wearing the Quest for New Inspiration logo or my favorite, the Bubbly But Blunt sweatshirt. Make sure you use the code HOLIDAY20 for 20% off. See show notes for more details.